Hello, and thank you for taking the time to listen to the eighth episode of Sun Signs and Their Personalities with Noah. That's me. This podcast is about sun signs and how they relate to our personalities. I would like to speak about something that I brought up in the first episode. I have not said anything more about this since the first episode. And what am I referring to? I am referring to influences. So before I get started, I would like to stress there are stronger influences on us that shape and affect our personalities more than our sun sign. So let me point out a few. The way we were raised or our upbringing, life experiences, our beliefs, friends, family, community, people who have social status like famous people, um, people that are in authority, and my personal favorite, free will. So our sun signs, depending on how you feel about astrology, may or may not have an influence on us. I have found that even with all of the influences that we have in our lives, that astrology, as far as the personality aspect of astrology, I have found is it can be 100% right, but when things happen to us or when we are affected by things, it changes us. And when you're talking about someone's personality, their behavior, the way they talk, all of these things are subject to change. Let's take, for example, you're 25 now. When you were 10 years old, you didn't think or talk or behave the way you are at this present time. Because all that you have experienced between the age of 10 until now, the age of 25, which is a 15-year difference, all that you have gone through within these 15 years has brought about some sort of change in the way you think, the way you behave, and the way you talk. That is how we humans operate. Astrology, as far as the personality aspect, the way I see it is it's a blueprint of us. And when I say blueprint, I mean that, okay, this is our house and sometimes we renovate our homes. It can be that we willfully do it, but also it can be something that is forced upon us. So it could be, I don't know, um, like a marriage. So we are making changes within ourselves to adapt to living with our partner or being tortured. These two experiences that I have just given you are examples of things that can cause us to change as in the way we think, behave, and talk. Now, I know what you're saying. So how does astrology, as far as the personality aspect, can be valid? Well, it's still valid. As I stated, I look at it as a blueprint, okay? So you have the building, which is you, right? There will never be more or less of you. You can redecorate, as in move the furniture around or paint the walls. There might even be a big renovation where you need or want to make a room bigger or smaller. But all the while, you are still working within the allotted space you have, and that is you. An example of you redecorating your personality, okay? Or we could say your behavior or the way you communicate with others. So let's say you have a very 
bad temper. Something has happened or maybe someone said something to you and not just once but many times. And now you've come to the realization that having this bad temper is not working for you. So you want to make some changes. So what do you do? You take your bad temper and you store it away because you can't get rid of it. It's something that is within you. All you can do is hopefully is control it. So to keep with my metaphor about the blueprint, you put it in a box. You stick it in the attic or you put it in the basement. Not everyone has an attic. Not everyone has a basement. But we all have some place where we store our stuff. And that's what you do. So you box it up and you put it away. Now, you know that your bad temper is there. But you choose not to use this bad temper anymore. You choose not to be someone who is easily upset, someone who explodes. You choose to to make changes in the way you handle yourself when you are upset. And I hope that these changes are for the betterment so that you are handling uh, situations that make you unhappy or bother you in some other type of way. You're handling them in a much better way. I have not met anyone as of today that has told me what I have read about them is not them. Now, I have met people that says, oh, that's how I used to be. I'm not like that anymore. That is quite possible. And I believe that that happens more often than not. So you know you. Well, I hope that you know you. Some people don't know themselves. You know what's inside of you. And you know what you have to do to be the person that you want to be. So that is a, that's a choice that you make. I always think on the positive side, like we all should try to improve ourselves. We should try to be more positive. We should treat others as we want to be treated, that type of thing. I hope I have explained my thoughts on the personality aspect of astrology and how I feel it is the blueprint to the person who we are. I don't believe that it is us as in 100% because we all have the power to change ourselves. But just because we have changed ourselves does not mean that those desires or tendencies or behaviors do not exist inside of us. We just suppress them control them, put them away, store them so that no one else gets to see them, but we know that they're there. And for those behaviors, personalities, and attitudes that are working for us, some of us sometimes upgrade, but there are some who do not feel a need to do anything because they are content with their weaknesses and strengths. Now this is when I come in with my podcast, sharing with you what I have read, learned, and discovered about people. So I'm sharing with you my experiences and also what I have interpreted and what I have read. As I stated, I think that the personality aspect of astrology is just a blueprint of ourselves. Okay, now let's get on with this episode. In this episode, I will be talking about Tauruses, part two. I will be discussing birthdays on May 1st to May 6th. So let's get this started. May 1st, 
You are a natural people watcher. But to be totally honest, you notice everything that's going on. If it is within your sight, then chances are you have took notice to it and you do not have any problems with transmitting what you have surveyed. Now, when I say transmit, I mean tell someone. But people born on May 1st can fall into one of two categories. The first one is you are a non-talker. If this is the case, then you will be good at writing down what you have surveyed. The second is if you enjoy talking, you will be good at expressing yourself through speech. There can be a rare incident where someone born on this day, May 1st, is both. They are not big talkers and they can express themselves through speech in a good way. The way you express your thoughts or insight on what you have witnessed is very clear, no matter if it is through speech or written. You know how to give detailed information without dragging out the details, making what you have to say longer than it needs to be. Your convictions about things and people around you and what is happening on this planet are strong. Even if you are seen by some as being timid, they know not to try and change your mind about something or someone once you have made it clear this is how you feel about this person or situation. This is why sometimes you can be a little bit hard to deal with, but you do not care. So I will just leave that as it is. I hope I have not given the impression that you like being a fire starter. This is not true. Your ability to be truthful and sincere is noted by others. And you do like peace. You work hard to have peace. I know there are others yelling right now. No, he or she does not. Maybe they just do not understand you. I know what they are working off of that is being misinterpreted. Let me explain. See, people born on May 1st have acquired many weapons. Remember what I said in the beginning? You are a natural people watcher. And in general, you notice everything within your sight. This ability to notice everything and everyone is the reason why you have such sophisticated weapons that you constantly update. Even if it is outdated, you will probably store it somewhere just in case you need to go old school. All of this is done for protection because you really want to avoid confrontation. Being at peace is your desired state. So let us all take a sip of what is in our glasses and move on. People just need to leave you alone and you will not pull out your weapons. I am so happy you have a good sense of humor and know how to use it to de-escalate a situation. It is worth mentioning that you do not want anything to do with those who operate in a broad term or fake realities. Now let's talk about what you take delight in. Maybe someone might say it is more than delight. The words that come to mind are pleasure seeker. Yes, you are a big fan of all things that taste good as in food and sexual. I do not know if there are any children listening to this podcast. So let's just say you take big delight in relaxation. It is strange how you have good common sense with handling your life, but 
When it comes to love or picking a mate, you seem to forget all of your good common sense. I'm sure this lack of good common sense has something to do with your strong desires for pleasure. It could be clouding your ability to make good judgments when picking a mate. It might be a good idea for you to allow someone who knows you well. Side note here, this will not work unless this person knows you inside and out. I think I need to restart the sentence. It might be a good idea for you to allow someone who knows you well to pick your mate for you. I'm saying this slowly because I do not think this is something that you would agree with. To be honest, I do not know if this will help you find your mate because you are an adult with the power to do as you please. And I'm not going to say anything more. So it seems only in the area of love or pleasure, you seem to be erratic. I know maybe erratic is too strong of a word, but in other areas of your life, like handling money or work or even cultivating a skill, you are focused and can spot trouble in advance. You do have good spidey senses. Of course, you want to be successful like anyone else, but you are willing to wait for your success because you want to go over all of the options and make sure all of your ducks are lined up correctly. I do not know why you hesitate when a good opportunity comes your way. This hesitation can be your downfall, as in missing your chance to be successful. May 2nd. You have a strong desire to know as much as one can about human beings. I mean, you are fascinated about what makes us who we are. You have a talent that has been developed, or maybe this is something that you were born with. The ability to be perceptive is your talent. I do not think con artists will see you as an easy mark. You are tough. There are rules that must be obeyed concerning your family and those in your inner circle, and you will make sure that everyone is obeying the rules. With this strong attitude you have, you can be hard to work with or maybe work around. You do not always play nice with others. And when I say play, I mean as in work nicely with others. The art of finesse is not one of your strengths, but people who have to deal with you have deference for your candid speech. I am by no means saying that they like everything that comes out of your mouth. Because you can be very harsh, or should I say rough, when speaking to others. As smart as you are, you seem not to want to use what you have learned about humans in a way that will help you to get along with them better. Incorporating a little finesse will not kill you. It will be a benefit. Just trust me on this one. Making enemies should not be an automatic default. I know this may not make any sense because of what I have already said about those born on May 2nd. This will seem odd, but you like being nosy. I mean, you like tidbits and you know exactly what I'm talking about. Keeping up with the rumor mill is one of your deadly sins. The reason why you are so attracted to this type of, let's call it, an activity you being nosy. This strong desire you have 
into knowing as much as you can about human beings has caused you to be this way. So this activity that you are so drawn to has nothing to do with or very little to do with wanting to use the information you have acquired in a malice or in a spiteful way. No, this is your way of learning more about human beings. Just so you know, the rumor mill is not prejudice as to who or what information that will be circulating on the mill. I am only saying this because you are super sensitive about your secrets. There is no way for me to say what you do for a living, but I pray it is a job that allows you to work alone or with very few people. If this is not the type of job you have, I think you are probably miserable or just not comfortable with what you're doing. You need freedom to be yourself, but you like studying others. So this means you need contact with others in some way so you can study them. But the way you go about doing this needs to be on your terms. If someone wants to sit down and talk about life with you, you will have so much to say. Maybe you will let them say two sentences and then continue on with your lecture. And for those who would like to voice their thoughts, please go with care. You must understand that those born on May 2nd do not like to lose when it comes to whose point of view is correct. You could be setting yourself up for a very long conversation. Let's go back to your work environment. You are quite productive when you are working alone. It's amazing how much work you can get done working by yourself. And of course, everything must be perfect. I wonder with all of this alone time you need, how is it to be your mate? Yes, to those who are not born on May 2nd or know anyone born on this day and you are listening to this podcast, believe it or not, people born on this day do like having intimate contact. It is nice to come home and have a warm meal prepared and waiting for you with a side order of stimulating conversation. Being a parent is a very hard job for you because you really know what is best for your child or children, and you will let them know this right away. There will be no guesswork on your child or children's end. You hold on too tight to your child or children. Your child or children need to explore life with your guidance, of course, to discover who they want to be and what they want to do with their lives. You like working with your hands and you also know how to pick out beautiful things for your home. Yes, you do have some DIY in your blood. May 3rd. If you're looking for a spokesperson for your brand or organization and you want someone who will be a natural for this position, then look no farther. People born on May 3rd are actually very good at doing this type of job. Those born on this day seem to have a built-in ability on how to handle groups. They know what to say to keep the group attentive by being attractive and appealing. You are a realist, which makes you the go-to person in times of crisis. Your insight is sought out by others. The way you look at things makes it hard for you 
to get mixed up in fantasies. No, you are not a believer in things that cannot be proven. In your world, the only way to solve issues successfully is to handle it hands-on. You do what you know will work. As sensible as you are, you also have a very delightful characteristic, which is to make others smile. One might even call you a comedian, but that might be stretching things a bit because you can turn your humor dark, as in to point out irony, ridicule, or scorn others. Unlike those born on April the 28th, who have strong skills in how to manage others just like yourself, the only difference here, you are actually good at being a negotiator and or teacher. If you are single, you can be quite unassertive when it comes to matters of the heart. But if you are married, something clicks inside of you and the light that was off while you were single is now turned on and everyone needs to watch out. I'm referring to your partner and your children. There will be a lot expected from them. This light switch I speak about being off when you're single, unfortunately, this unassertiveness behavior may exist concerning your career and money-wise. It is important you maintain good relationships with others. This will help you to increase your insight as to how to handle others. And all of us need friends and other close relationships in our lives to be balanced. You should make it a point to say something nice to someone close to you or do random acts of kindness. I know you may not see the point of doing this, but by doing these things, you ground yourself and develop more insight into people. When you are involved in something, whether it is work-related or something that is happening in your personal life, you have to not lose focus and take care of yourself. A yoga class twice a week will not kill you. Tips, okay? Just tips. You have to look into yourself. You have this great ability to teach and guide others, but are you following your own advice in your daily life? May 4th, you do not have a problem with passing your knowledge on to others. Who would like to know what is inside of your head? There is something about you that makes others think you would be a good leader. But in reality, you are at your best being a team player. Depending on where you are in your life, you may agree that you are a daredevil of sorts. This feeling of wanting to get out and do something that is new or be enlightened. I do not think many of your family members or close friends know the true you. You do a good job at making people believe you are one way, as in this is the type of person you are. In reality, they are wrong. You are a daredevil. But how many people know this? I'm just guessing. Maybe five and I think that is a high number. The reason why I say this is because many people think when they hear Dear Double, this person must be doing some sort of dangerous sports or participating in some sort of reckless activities. No, sometimes depending on who you are, being a Dear Double in your mind could be you taking a chance 
and not going to the local supermarket to buy groceries, but venturing out to the countryside and shopping at the local farmer's market, for instance, to buy your groceries, as in meat, fresh vegetables, grains, and fruits. This is a warning to all of the bullies that might look at those born on May 4th as a pushover or someone weak and will not defend themselves. People born on this day are Tauruses, and they have stubbornness, and the wild card is their tempers. If you want to poke the rabbit, go right ahead. But you have been warned, this is not your ordinary rabbit. This rabbit has very sharp teeth and claws. To those who think people born on May 4th are just the most pleasurable, yielding, and thoughtful people they have ever met, please keep in mind, the person you are referring to has all of these qualities, as in characteristics, that I just mentioned. But the moment a situation has gone too far for them or you have trampled on their beliefs, you will find all of the characteristics I have just mentioned to be non-existent or very hard to find within those born on May 4th. Being a caregiver or someone that loves to give support to others, you can get carried away. I mean, you lose sight of everything and you will devote most of, if not all of your time and energy into giving support and being the best caregiver someone or group can have. People born on May 4th are very devoted to their causes and to those they have taken underneath their wings. But at some point, even you want to see your little birds fly on their own and be able to care for themselves. And why not? You have done such a great job rearing them. So why would your little birds not want to go out into the world and be an awesome, independent human being? There are some that will never retire, and there are some who want to retire early in life, like around 25. But you, you do not think this way. You will do your job until it's time for you to retire, and you will be happy to walk away. I think you are very much content to move on to the next step in your life, because now you will have more me time. Someone might call you a turtle because things happen in your life at the speed of a turtle. I'm referring to major things, but this is okay because as you get older, things seem to get better for you. You are not big on jumping on a soapbox and yelling to the world, this is that and we all need to get ourselves right. No, this is not your way. You like showing others or should I say, allowing others to see you for themselves. How what you believe is right has made your life better. Your home is where your heart is. May 5th. Your main purpose in life is to school and to shed light on how things can be more preferable for everyone. Now, you do understand that not everyone will want to hear what you have to say. But give your critics some time to see things from another point of view. This may never happen with some of your critics, but you should still march on. You have valued information and knowledge you want to share with others. 
your philosophy comes from a deep place and it is based off of reality. This may be why it is hard for you to fess up when you are not correct. And also being stubborn does not help the situation either. Everyone goes through their ups and downs, front to back moments in our lives. But you seem to take these upsets very hard and it can be hard for you to get back on the horse again, an expression, which means to try again. People who are close to you may be overwhelmed by your expectations as to how you think they should carry themselves. You should try not to group everyone together into one category. Everyone is unique. Yes, we do share things in common like the way we behave or think, but at the end of the day, we are still different from each other with some things in common. We all make mistakes have off days, you know, not behaving like our normal selves. You have to give an allowance for times when those who are around you are not at their best. I am sure you have gotten into your car and drove 15 minutes down the road and remember that you forgot the cupcakes for your child's play at school that is on the side table in the hallway just a few steps from the door you used to walk through 16 minutes ago on your way to the car. See, mistakes happen. This is not some supernatural phenomenon. Your child or children will be placed in a altogether special place in your mind because you will notice right away their talents or skills as soon as it shows itself within your child or children. A twinkle will come into your eyes. The problem here is, what if your child or children do not want to pursue this natural ability they have? You need to make sure you love them even more if they choose to pursue a different path in life. The natural teacher that you are, it is hard for you to deal with not having someone or group around you to share all of your wisdom with, but you have clever ways to make sure this never happens. You know how to restock your fan club. And I know fan club sounds kind of maybe negative, but I do not mean any harm. This may be a problem for you in the long run because you might spend too much time looking for and gathering people to hear your knowledge and wisdom which leaves you with no time to study or read up on things to teach and inform your audience. So maybe you should let your lectures and word of mouth do all of the advertising for you. It is important that you get your message right because chances are what you have to say will be something that could do a lot of good in someone's life or at least inspire others. You already know you are the Joan of Arc of your time. So it is important you send your message out correctly because once you have released as in said your message, it will be hard to backtrack it if you got something wrong. It is hard for you to accept incomprehensible people. Okay, let's talk about your inability to get along with those who you see as rivals. 
You can be quite unpleasant with anyone who wants to step into your bubble. Please try to be humane towards them, even if they are stroking the fur the wrong way. If you do not handle them with care, you could wind up causing those who support you to rethink their support for you. Lastly, you do not have much patience for those displaying appalling behavior, but you do have a lot of patience when you see things changing for the better, even if it is like autumn leaves falling from a tree in September. In other words, the pace is super slow. May 6. You understand the mind in a way that is hard for most to grasp. There are two categories in which you can fall in. That describes how you grasp this incredible understanding of the mind. The first category, you could be the type that gives solace and can establish chemistry with others. If you are in this first category, then you are good at enlightening others when they need help with understanding their thoughts, feelings, or behaviors. The second category, you can symbolize others' inventiveness at its core. If you are in this second category, then you want to bring to life the creativity that the mind has thought up. And this is a strong desire that you have. You must understand, this is a very special skill you have, and you need to use it with wisdom. If you mishandle this special skill you have, the consequences will be dire, as in you might use people for self-gratification or partake in activities that you know you should not be involved in, like marrying someone that you know you should not be marrying or should have married. A good way for you to accomplish success is not to go overboard with what you want to accomplish in your life and to respect other people's Aims. The early years of your life may not have been the best, but you are a survivor. Everything that has happened to you is a learning experience. So it does not matter if life is serving you an apple pie or has thrown you into the ocean and surrounded you with hungry sharks. You have been keeping notes about the experiences you have faced, which is probably why you can understand more about the human mind than most. The goal here is for you to use this skill in a brotherly love way to the best of your ability. This is me just thinking out loud. I think it must be a horrible feeling or fact that you are able to help others through their rough or unpleasant moments while you are struggling to stay above water with your own issues. This can be a time when you are at your best and it is often you do not share with anyone what is going on with you internally. You prefer to suffer in silence. This pain and difficulty you suffer from that you usually only share with me, myself, and I does come with its downsides. It affects you mentally, physically, and probably emotionally. You work so hard to get what one would call the best in life that if you slack up one moment, the fear is that things will go haywire and you will never be able to have control again. The ability to hide what 
is really going on with you is something you have become good at. Your life may seem straightforward, as in a nice home, job, pets, maybe, you know, not everyone is into pets, partner, or even a child or children. These are examples. I am aware not everyone wants to have a child. When I say straightforward life, I mean a life that does not seem like it is in chaos, but in reality, it is simmering like a big pot of boiling emotions on a stove that you probably do not know why or how this pot of boiling emotions has come to this state of being. So you have a hard time understanding your illogical feelings, but luckily for others, you can offer help to them when they are experiencing illogical feelings. It is almost like you can smell these feelings on others. As I said in the beginning, you have a strong understanding of the human mind and you are willing to help others during their time of troubles. Of course, the extent of your help can be great or little. It all depends on how deep you are in your own rabbit hole. You seem to like to champion those who are not popular or victims. Lastly, you have to be careful not to become overly attached to those who you are helping. You know what I mean. Someone is in need of your help and he or she is pleasing to your eyes. And of course, you help them. But at the same time, you are romanticizing about them. This will not help you to stay focused on the things you need to be focused on, like your own issues that needs your attention. I know someone is saying, well, that is how I met my partner or best friend. Yes, it is possible to form a good and healthy relationship while helping others in their time of need. What I mean, you cannot get caught up in doing this all the time. There are many beautiful people on this planet. You cannot allow yourself to be sidetracked by beauty all the time. Well, this is the end of Taurus Part 2. My next podcast, I will be discussing Taurus Part 3. And the dates will be May 7th to May 12th. I hope you will return and listen to Sun Signs and Their Personalities with me, Noah. Thank you again for taking the time to listen to this podcast. If you would like to contact me, my email address is sunsignswithpersonality at gmail.com. It will be greatly appreciated if you will leave me a tip in my tip jar at PayPal. My email address is sunsignswithpersonality at gmail.com. All of the information that I have just given you will be located in the show notes. I hope I have given you some insight into someone or a few people. Can I dare to say has given you insight into yourself? Every day is another opportunity for all of us to learn something and to understand one another and ourselves. Bye for now.